0: Hi there, Selena Kulkani here with another episode of the Alternative Investing Podcast. My mission is to help business owners build high-performance wealth that delivers reliable, predictable cash flow through unconventional strategies so they can fast-track their path to financial freedom. Each week I share with you the strategies, expert interviews, and real people's stories around the topic of wealth and financial freedom. And if you're a business owner who wants to learn more about financial freedom through alternative methods, please head over to my website, freedomwarrior.com.au, where you can access my library of articles, interviews and programs to help you on your way to becoming more financially free. Tony, it is so great to have you with us today. Thank you so much for making time. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Well, look, Tony, part of the reason I'm super interested in having you be a guest on our podcast is that you've got such a fascinating story and You know, everybody loves a a rags to riches kind of story. But I think what I like about your story is you're definitely someone who's overcome adversity you've made some tough decisions along the way and no question all of that would have contributed to you know where you are in life and the wealth that you've built I wonder if you can go back in time to maybe reflecting and describing a little bit about what did money mean in your house when you were growing up like what were the lessons that you learned and what did it mean to you
1: yeah sure um I learned some extremely important lessons as a child growing up in the family of um, migrants. So my father um, is Italian, my mother is English, and they came over on the boat. The boat was called the Marconi, and they came over on the boat from Italy and settled in Melbourne, And it was always a struggle for them. They were always working. My father had three jobs most of my childhood to actually help us become what they felt would be well-adjusted, humans with great education. So, you know, they put absolutely everything into myself and my two brothers. And I guess that the thing they taught us about money was the old adage of money doesn't grow on trees and you need to work hard to earn money and that you shouldn't be lazy, that you should actually get out there and work your butt off to actually get somewhere. So that has really carried through a lot in my life, and I'm going to say, sometimes it serves, sometimes it doesn't. So you know, <laughs> I've definitely learned those lessons now.
0: There's a there's a bit of gold in there that I'd love to dig out a little bit, Tony. What what would you say some of the uh, positives are of, of that sort of upbringing, and, and maybe contrast that to maybe some of the unhealthy habits that you think you may have formed as a result?
1: Yeah, sure. So look, I think some of the positives were that I could and should get out there and go for it and whatever I wanted, I could achieve if I worked hard. You know, that was something that was really important, especially when um, I grew up on a farm and I had to move to the city to go to university. And I actually, I hated it. I hated being away from home. It was, you know, it was really hard for me to move to the city and become a city person. I think I'd only been to the city of Melbourne maybe twice in my whole life before I went to university. So it was actually really tough and getting through that was hard work for me. So the way that I was brought up helped me get through that. Where it hasn't served me is where I maybe could have made some more smart decisions and maybe in invested my money or maybe trusted in processes a little bit more and, you know, maybe not having to slog my guts out all the time because I really have worked hard most of my life. I still think that it is a bit of a limiting belief for me that money doesn't come easy. And I'd really love to help myself change that mindset. I've done a lot of work on it. It still keeps creeping back. So it's something that I still need to work on.
0: Yeah. Well, look, I'd be curious to understand how did your upbringing then influence your decision to become a business owner?
1: Yeah. Okay. I guess it was my upbringing that influenced my decision to do dentistry. So I actually did a science degree before I did dentistry. So, you know, I'm a the eternal student, uh, loved uni in the end after getting over not liking living in Melbourne. But then I became a professional student is what I call it. And my parents very much wanted me to go into a career, a professional career, and so that I could be an independent, strong woman. And, and here's the words that they would use. So you never have to rely on a man. Yeah, right. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) interesting. Now I actually possibly can be a little too independent and maybe don't let people help me as much as I could. And maybe I would have have benefited more if I'd let people help me a bit more.
0: What have your philosophies been around running business and building wealth in general? I mean, has the goal been just mindful or has it been a little bit opportunistic? Like how how is the sort of the subject matter of building your wealth kind of evolved and unfolded for you?
1: Yeah, really interesting question. I think as a healthcare professional, there's a lot of stigma around running a business and being a healthcare professional at the same time. So that is something that definitely in my early years played a big role in how I was running the business. I was very much focused on if I could support my team really well, if I could pay all of the bills at the end of the year and there was a bit left over for me, then that's all I really needed. I didn't need to be greedy and go any further than that. So that's really where I started it with my mindset towards wealth. Definitely, I've done a lot of work to help myself actually understand that I deserve to be wealthy as well. And here's the other thing though, I don't always believe that wealth is financial wealth. I truly believe that there's a lot more to wealth than just the bank account balance. So that's where I've really focused on is actually having wealth in my family life, in my work-life balance and in meaning in my life and being able to strive towards my goal and my purpose for being put on this earth. In saying that though, You know, money helps us do those things. (laughs) And I did a lot of work around for myself that it was actually okay to make money and to be wealthy with money and that if I didn't need it for myself, donate it. Yeah. Philanthropy, go for it you know, if I didn't want to have that just sitting in my bank account, there was other things that I could do with it. And that's certainly what I, you know, the philosophy that I have now.
0: Yeah, that's that's terrific. I think um, you, you've struck on some really interesting points there, which is wealth is definitely about more than just the money. You have made a pretty big kind of shift in your career over the last 10 years or so. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that fit into your definition of success and wealth. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So the shift that I've made is from moving from a clinical dentist um, that owned a single practice to actually helping dental practices build their business and build their own wealth. And the reason this happened was to be perfectly honest with you, I got into a position where I owned my business. I was quite naive um, I felt that I had to just keep working, working, working um, to make money. And from what I'd learned in my childhood, I actually ended up having a mental breakdown, and I ended up with major depression and anxiety. And I was hospitalised and told that I needed to change, and that if I didn't change, that I would continue to have these episodes of mental health issues. So from that, I decided, well, look, you know, I'll work hard and I'll work out a way to, you know, get through this because I don't want to have these mental health issues through me out. Totally. I researched lots of different ways to run businesses better. I developed systems to run businesses better. And After about two or three years, I actually had a bloody great business that was pretty much running itself. So much so that I could focus on the other wealth side of my life and I could be more with my family and I could be more present in in, in social situations rather than worrying about my business and where my money was coming from. So I actually knew that other people like me other dentists were struggling from similar issues and that mental health is a big issue with healthcare professionals i decided to start helping people and i just started helping people for nothing you know i just you know wanted to help them because i wanted to help them but when i was doing that i realized there was actually a real need for the services that i was offering and that people were willing to pay and i thought hey i've worked hard I've experienced a lot of things. Let's share that, but also let's get fairly rewarded for it as well. So yep. that's where you know my my head was now starting to think more financially about what I had been through and and how I could help others and how lots of people could benefit from my knowledge.
0: That's a great story. I uh, I really appreciate you sharing that so candidly. I, I'd like to sort of switch tack here. You are clearly very good at making money now and, and you even make it look easy. Would you agree or what are your thoughts that building wealth and earning money are two separate disciplines?
1: Building wealth and earning money are two separate disciplines. I have to repeat that because I have to think about that. Okay. So, <laughs> Are they
0: the same thing to you or do, do they mean different things?
1: No, they're different things. Earning money is, as I said to me, it's, you know, it's a means to an end. It's a paying the bills, getting that done. Creating wealth is about setting yourself up for not just financially, but also the the other side of it as well, the soft side of it with the people side and being on purpose for your life too. So I think that creating wealth becomes more important to you as you get older. And you think about what you want to do with your life. When I was younger, I certainly felt quite invincible and that that ethos that my parents had given me of work hard, work hard, work hard was easy for me. Now I'm getting a little older. I don't want to work so hard, but I do want to earn the fruits of my labour. So I need to be more clever about building wealth rather than just creating a wage for myself. So I feel they're two different things.
0: I'd love to get into the nitty gritties a little bit in terms of, you know, strategy and tactics. People would edify you as someone who's clearly doing well from a business perspective and a making money perspective, what are some of the strategies that have worked for you over the years in terms of building wealth, if you think about the wealth component?
1: So strategies that I've certainly worked on is, and I, and I don't know whether it's right or wrong, but I feel very secure with what I have in my superannuation. I got myself set up for retirement years ago, okay? So that has always been what I wanted to focus on. Then that gives me a chance to play okay so now I can play and I will say I take risks this is a big thing that I do I don't necessarily just play it safe I'm more than happy to take risks and calculated risks but you know what sometimes they don't work and I've failed big time I've always got myself back and got back to where I needed to be but I believe that in creating wealth you actually need to step out of your comfort zone sometimes and not just sit in that zone and not grow. Whenever you're talking about growing something, you've got to stand in your growth zone, not sit in your comfort zone. And that's very much the same for any area you want to grow in. And I believe it's the same for your wealth as well.
0: Oh, man, we've we've, we've got to unpack that one, Tony. Like, <laughs> tell, tell us about the lessons, the, that side of it, like some some bold decisions that you've made that maybe haven't worked out.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I made a huge decision to work with somebody um, and share my knowledge with somebody that it really didn't work out. Um, as much as I ended up having to put a company into administration, I ended up getting sued and I lost my house. Okay. Wow. That's a big So one. I've been down there with making poor decisions about people I worked with, but also poor decisions and not looking properly at my numbers and really watching where things were going. I definitely have, you know, hit rock bottom and those decisions I made, I am going to say, even though it caused a lot of chaos in my life, I'm so glad I made those decisions because I've learned so much from what happened to me. I learned so much about business and what can happen in a business. I also learned so much about partnership agreements and uh, lots of things about what happens when businesses actually have to get liquidated or there's you know, I didn't go bankrupt but you know, it was close and I had to go through all of those things and I and I now have a lot more knowledge about what I really don't want and how to steer away from it. So it actually maybe stopped some of my risky behaviour with investing and that was probably a good thing as well. So I believe you do need to take risk, but now I take much more calculated risk than I have in the past.
0: Yeah, great. Love, love that. Thank you for sharing. No I'd problem. love to kind of round out this sort of discussion with asking you a question which you might take a second to ponder on, but what does financial success mean to you?
1: Financial success for me Is not that much, to be honest with you. I don't need a lot of money to make me happy. I don't feel that I am all about money. I never have been. And I believe that as long as I'm comfortable, I've got my beautiful house, I've got my wonderful family, and that I can actually help people and and be able to offer support to people more in need. That's financial success for me. If there's enough for me to live the life that I want to live, as well as provide for my kids, but also then be able to give, that's financial success to me.
0: Yeah, love that. That's awesome. Tony, it's been so great to have you on today. The question I often like to end on, Tony, is really just for someone like yourself who's done really well in business, you're really at the mature end of your wealth building journey. What advice would you give to younger people, younger business owners and young people who are really at the start of their journey? What advice would you have or what pearls?
1: I think um, firstly, talk to people. I think that you need to really, you know, have a great group of people around you who've been there, done that. I always like to look at people who are maybe a couple of years ahead of me, whatever stage I'm at with my financial wealth or even with my career. And I like to talk to people and see what what's happened with them. And so then you can, you know, have a little bit of a barometer of maybe where you could go. Then I'd also like to say, you know, you don't have to play it safe. Even though I failed in as many words, I don't think I did fail. I was resilient and I picked myself back up and I bounced back three times as high as I was when I actually failed. So I think being resilient Being smart, making calculated decisions and talking to people is really, really important. Find your tribe that's going to help lift you, not just, you know, be on your own. I think a tribe is really important to help you move forwards and to help you see things that maybe you're not looking at and different alternatives, fresh eyes looking at your situation always helps, I I believe anyway
0: yeah great answer tony just really 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 wise thank you so much for making time for us today i would love to get you back on sometime in the future maybe have a part two but till next time it's been great to have you there thanks so much for listening to the alternative investing podcast If you're a business owner feeling frustrated that despite doing everything right in the property investing playbook and you're no closer to financial freedom, then head over to freedomwarrior.com.au to learn more about how you can use alternative investments to catapult your investing income and blend strategies to shave decades off your timeline to financial freedom. Till next time, take care. See you on the next episode and bye for now.